Hey, welcome to the Dare to Decide podcast, where we take a psychological dive into our everyday decisions that shape our relationships, health, and finances. My name is Marion. I'm a former school psychologist who built a multiple six-figure online business, helping thousands of women transform their health and confidence. This is a podcast for women who don't want to settle for a life that is less than what they know deep down they can create. I believe that to begin building the life you truly want, you are just one decision away. This is an Up Level Your Life podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello. Oh, I'm so happy you're here. This is episode number one of the Dare to Decide podcast. My name is Marion. I am so stoked you're here. I don't even think people use that word anymore, but it really captures how I feel. And I'm very grateful that you're here. I want to be honest with you right away that I'm pretty nervous right now, and I want to share that because I want to be upfront about the uncomfortable feelings we all have when we rip a Band-Aid off, right? And we all just know that we're trying something new and going for something that's outside of our comfort zone, that we're going to make mistakes. We're going to fall on our face. Um, And there might be people who don't like you or make snarky pants comments about you, But what matters is that you still go for it. So on this podcast, I promise to show you the imperfect messiness behind the scenes because that's 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 real life. Um, And I know people like to talk about how success isn't a straight line, but gosh, when you're knee deep in it and you're super uncomfortable and you're vulnerable, it's it's so easy to forget, right? We forget that that squiggly line of doing something new and accomplishing something, it's not meant to be very comfortable. It's the uncomfortable part is a necessary part of it. It's, I like to think of it as like the the scenery to get to the destination you really want to arrive at. And sometimes the scenery isn't all that attractive or beautiful. And I think about it a couple years ago, we were driving from Denver. We live in Denver driving to South Dakota, uh, Sioux Falls, where my grandmother lives. And no offense if you live along that route, but maybe you could also agree that some parts of it are not very beautiful. Like we're looking around trying to play I Spy and there's not much to spy. But it's, uh, it's necessary to drive through those parts in order to arrive at the destination with my grandmother. Um, so... It's just part of it. And I also like to think about, we stopped off at Mount Rushmore, and sometimes you'll have beautiful parts along the way that were unexpected, and um, we have to appreciate those moments of trying something new as well. And I will post a picture of us, but we took it at Mount Rushmore, and you'll laugh because the scenery is not what we expected. Um, But again, you just kind of roll with it. That's life. So, and when I was thinking about the type of podcast I wanted to create, I had so many ideas bouncing around my head. My brain felt like a squirrel with nuts flying all around, but I ultimately kept going back to this desire to tap into my professional psychology roots and explore why we make the decisions we make in life. And the three main areas I really wanted to explore with you are relationships, health, and money. And I chose those three areas because these are the main three I see women struggle with the most. 
And maybe you're you're listening and you're like, actually, I dominate in all of those areas, Marion. Um, in which case, maybe I should listen to your podcast. <laughs> but deep down, I think any of us, if we're not like a classic narcissist, would say that I could maybe level up in one or more of those life areas. And these, I always ask myself these questions, which are like, okay, why does a woman who is totally capable, beautiful, and amazing make the decision to be in a relationship with a total douche canoe? Right? We all know women like that, maybe. I do. Or why do we see women taking care of everyone else around them, but when it comes to their own like basic health, it's at the very bottom of the priority list? And why do we say yes to things in life that that have no relation at all whatsoever to our actual values and our goals? And since this is the first episode, I, I also will tell you that I need to make it very clear that I have made epic, like major epic mistakes throughout my life in all three of these areas, um, but primarily in the relationships and the money areas. So this is not a podcast where I'm sitting on a throne all hoity-toity, saying that I have all the answers. No, um, this is this is a, here are some of the many mistakes I've made and what did and did not work, maybe you can relate type of podcast. And I'm also going to be bringing on uh, guests who will be sharing their stories and their expertise in these various areas as well. So, Together, I, I honestly, I'm so excited to explore the psychology behind decision-making and how we can make better decisions moving forward that will ultimately improve our lives. Because, I don't know, I 100% believe that each of us are just one decision. Sometimes it's a small decision, but one decision away from completely changing our entire life trajectory in the most incredible way. So for today's episode, I wanted to share the single most powerful tool I have used in helping thousands of my clients with two main things. Number one, getting out of bed early with no struggle. And number two, getting their workouts done, especially when they are just not feeling like it. So I came across this tool back when I was researching for how to solve my own problem, like how I find most of the tools in my life. And I'm not talking about men, but well, well that's another episode. <laughs> that's, my problem at the time when I was looking for this particular tool was I struggled getting out of bed early. At the time, I had I labeled myself not a morning person. Like it was part of my identity, you guys, where I was like, hi, my name is Marion. I'm a, I'm a Scorpio at Enneagram 8, and I am not a morning person. Um, it was almost like I—maybe you could relate if, if you've ever been in this mindset, but I almost—I was proud of myself to be a, like a night owl, and I would almost feel like getting up early just wasn't in my DNA. Like, it was just how I'm hardwired, which is really, looking back, I'm like, that's ridiculous. But— I had a newborn at the time, and I quickly learned with a newborn that babies don't care if mom thinks she's not a morning person. <laughs> like, babies are pretty self-centered, and they advocate for what they what they need, which, by the way, is something modern-day women could learn from babies. But again, that's another episode. So Cooper, 
that's the name of my son, um, was also very colicky. And we're talking full-on colicky to the point where I remember my pediatrician, um, bless his heart, I love him, but he was chuckling and shaking his head. And he said, well, if he's this colicky, which he observed firsthand, then he's going to be a gentle soul when he's older, Marion. That's just how it works. So this is actually, a, it's a good thing he's colicky. And I remember I would I would repeat his words in my head um, every day on the way to work when I was just so exhausted. I would be clutching this cup of coffee the size of my face and just telling myself, Dr. Papadopoulos says this is a good thing. He's going to be a gentle soul. But if you've ever had a colicky baby, you know, <laughs> you'll appreciate any delusion that helps you feel like this is a positive. But um, but that wasn't my number one problem. My number one problem was getting out of bed when my alarm went off. I had somehow turned into one of these people who abused the snooze button. And so I was legitimately exhausted, right? So that made it easy to decide and tell myself that sleep is more important right now than anything else. Um, so my alarm would go off around 5.30, and yet I would spend the next 20 to 30 minutes just laying there avoiding the day. And it wasn't like I was getting any extra sleep, um, because we all know that you don't really fall back into this super restorative sleep when we hit the snooze button. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the comedian, Dimitri Martin, but he has this great line that I just thought of where he says, like, if you really think about it, hitting the snooze button in the morning doesn't even make sense. It's like saying, I hate getting up in the morning, so I do it over and over and over again. And that was that was me. Um, and the problem was, because I wasn't getting out of bed right away, I wasn't getting my workout done. And because I wasn't getting my workout done, I was feeling lower energy and honestly disappointed in myself during the day. Like, it was almost like I was purposely choosing to start the day at a deficit where I was playing catch up all day long. And I remember thinking, like, this is no way to live my life. Like, this is exhausting. <laughs> so I started researching um, the most the most effective mindset tips to get out of bed early because that's what you do when you work in psychology. Um, and I even wrote in my Google search, like, when you're not a morning person. Of course I did that. But... I found this random article that talked about this very simple idea of going brain dead. And the dude writing the article talked about how the second his alarm went off, he would immediately go brain dead and get out of bed. There was no time for letting the, that little voice creep in and, you know, just whisper, just five more minutes. <laughs> like There was no time to even negotiate with yourself. And, you know, but I'm still tired. My bed is still warm. And no, the whole concept here was you go balls to the wall, brain dead, and you get out of bed. And for some of you that are familiar with Mel Robbins has a book called The Five Second Rule. It's similar to that where she says, you know, your alarm goes off and you count down from five, five, four, three. And before you get to one, you you get your booty out of bed. Well, this is kind of like that, only there's no wiggle room. Again, your alarm goes off, you are immediately brain dead and you go. So I 
I read this article and I remember thinking, wait, like, isn't, isn't there like a five-step process somewhere? Because this sounds ridiculously simple and lame. Like, could it be this easy? Uh, but anyway, I made the decision that the next morning I was going to go brain dead and I was going to get up. I made the decision to commit 100% to this silly little concept because I thought, well, if it worked for this dude, what did I have to lose by trying? So the next morning, my alarm went off and I reached for my phone. But instead of hitting snooze, I remember thinking, okay, go brain dead. All right, boop. And I went brain dead, picked up my phone and walked to the bathroom. And as I drove to work that morning, I wasn't feeling rushed. I wasn't feeling disappointment in myself. I was actually feeling pretty freaking proud of myself. And it really wasn't hard at all. In fact, doing the whole snooze game was way more challenging than just going brain dead. Turns out I'm pretty good at going brain dead. But I think that's a human thing. We all can do this. So today, like we're talking eight years later, I teach my clients to do a couple things. Number one, identify when you're negotiating with yourself about something you know you should do. So for instance, let's say you typically head to the gym after work. Well, maybe you had a long day at the office and the idea of yoga booty ballet um, sounds about as much fun as watching Kim Kardashian study for the LSATs. And your mind starts naturally coming up with all these like colorful, very, very valid excuses. And then you start opening your mind to the possibility of really skipping. So this exact moment is the moment you need to go brain dead. And it's a decision to go brain dead, right? Identify that your lazy voice is entering negotiations with your self-disciplined voice. And you need to shut that negotiation down ASAP. So go brain dead, take action that is in line with your best self. And the number two thing I teach my clients to do here is to plan your tomorrow today. And what I mean by, what I mean by that is to know before you go to bed at night, before your head hits the pillow, what your morning is going to look and feel like tomorrow. Maybe you actually have the ability to sleep in an extra 30 minutes. Or maybe you need to get up a little earlier because you have a big meeting that you really truly need to prepare for. But when you know what your tomorrow brings, you can go to bed feeling prepared. And when your alarm does go off and you go brain dead, you know with confidence that you set your alarm for the best time possible in order for you to freaking dominate your day. So the number one key takeaway from today's, today's episode that I hope will make a difference in your life is to just ask yourself, where in my life do I need to go brain dead? Is it with my morning routine or my workout routine? And then give yourself the opportunity to try this at least one time. And I would so love to hear how it worked for you. You can send me a message. Um, because my my take, my estimate, my guess, having worked with thousands of women with this, is that you're going to be surprised and happy that you gave it a shot. So thank you so much for being here with me today for episode one. I feel like I've officially ripped the band-aid off you guys. I've popped my podcast cherry <laughs> and the fact that you are here just means the world to me. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I want to close with just this one reminder 
truly, to start building the life you really want, you're just one decision away. So let's freaking go. Thank you so much for listening. If I could just ask one favor, if you enjoyed today's podcast, I would be so grateful if you helped me spread the word over on Instagram. You could tag me in your Instagram stories at Mary and Barry Fitness so that I can personally send you a DM to say thank you. In addition, every single week, I'll be choosing one person who shared the podcast on Instagram and I'll be buying you a beverage to show my appreciation. It'll be a Tito's martini or three cups of coffee, your choice. So thank you so much. And until next episode, keep your chin up, those shoulders back and know that you are worthy of more.